And welcome to another exciting episode of Welcome to the Nitro Party. Tonight's episode is from October 2nd, 1995 at the Denver Coliseum in the Mile High City, Denver, Colorado. Tonight we'll see if Lex Luger will leave the company forever at the hand of the Macho Man, Randy Savage, and Kelvin Selvin and the Dungeon of Doom will attempt to end Hulkamania once and forever. Now to Clay in the sports booth. Thanks, Grant. That was mighty uh, nice of you. That was amazing. You are totally the biggest mark. And I have passed the brain to you. Hulk Hogan, you can go to hell. And all these people are a bunch of stinking bums, aren't you? The reigning United States heavyweight champion, Brett Hitman Clark. Hey everybody out there, welcome to the Lakes of the Nitro Party Podcast. Today we're going to be looking at WCW Monday Nitro from October 2nd, 1995 at the Denver Coliseum in Denver, Colorado. Attendance to this show was a whopping 9,000 people. Problem is, only 3,700 of them paid to see it. So once again, as we talked about last week, WCW be giving them away some tickets. So everybody by now should probably know the drill, but... For anybody that doesn't know, just remember, pull up your copy of the episode on the on the network and press play when we tell you to press play. Just remember to, uh, you'll have an ad before that, so just sync up with us, okay? So in three, two, one, play. All right. My ad Grant's- was for Gushers. What's that? My ad was for Gushers. They still make those? <laughs> I assume. Those just sit in your colon for like two years, don't they? They, they explode after. But they're delicious. After three years of sitting. They've got that goo in them. Yeah. <laughs> Remember the uh, soda-flavored ones? The soda-flavored Gushers? Oh, the like, well, they weren't Gushers, were they? They were like bottle cap Something like things. that. They were like root, I like the root beer ones. Yeah. Anyways, Nitro started. Anywho, the Denver, it'd be funny if it was the Denver Coliseum from like Saskatchewan or something. <laughs> Coming to you from beautiful... Freaking. Well, uh, yeah, no, Denver uh, Denver actually sponsored the Utica Stadium, so. Ah. All right. A lot yeah. of pyro, trying to catch Dave Penzer on fire. Mm. And we're joined by Heenan and Bischoff, Mongo, and Pepe. Oh, my God, this dog. <laughs> Why is this a thing? In the 90s, those glasses were actually funny. The glasses on the dog, that is. I kind of think his aviators are funny. Mongo, however, was not funny in the 90s. That dog is shaking in fear. I will <laughs> I will give Mongo this. In when he joins the Horsemen, like he gets better. Like he isn't always this bad. That's cuz he's, he's got Arn Anderson kicking him in the ass every day. So, <laughs> we got Flair. So Flair just steals his headset and cuts an unintelligible promo. And Bischoff's acting like Heenan had something to do with it for some reason. Mongo's entertained. He's smiling. He's like trying trying to laugh. laugh. (laughs) So Flair saves the intro, thank God. Oh, God. Yeah. That's the best intro yet. Took five episodes. I am surprised with only an hour show that we don't open up to more matches with already in the ring. 
being announced as a job. Oh, yeah. And uh, like like they, a dark they, match right. that they cut in the middle of. Exactly. Like they have no regard for actual TV times. Right. They just start like they actually had no control over it. Yeah. I, I'm a little surprised they don't go with that. Yeah. Are we live? Or are we? No, re- they're re- this is like from two weeks ago. Oh, okay. recapping. Right. They have to I'm recap good. this every week. I'll yeah. say this is the exact I've same. I've seen this promo like eight promo times already. Well, even if it's like new, it's the same promo every week. I bet Sullivan rolls away. Oh yeah, yeah. I bet you. I bet you he doesn't. <laughs> it's like they recap, but it's different. <laughs> they should. They should redo it at a house show so it ends differently. <laughs> Everybody's like, wait. That sounds like something WCW would actually do. Yeah, we should they show it before it happens. We'll see it. Yeah, they like to show the wrong tape on accident. <laughs> I wouldn't put it past. Mm-hmm. Man, as someone, I mean, I'm not short. I'm not super tall. I'm I'm six feet. But, you know, as someone who's been in and around a ring, it is just amazing how tall you have to be to go over the top rope with oh. just your legs. Like... Yeah. yeah, there's only a few amount of people that actually can do that. Yeah, like that's that's nuts. Just humps Alex right into submission. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this makes me want to go play WCW versus the World for N64. Yeah, I've got it. As do I. Sullivan is just confused. <laughs> He's like, I booked this shit. I don't even know what's going on. Uh, I think that, I quote from, this that quote probably summarizes it pretty well. Yeah. I don't know why you'd try to pick him up. Well, he slammed Yokozuna on the USS Enterprise or whatever just a few years ago, so why not? Think things are lighter on water. <laughs> Here's Luger's music that you love so much. I do love Luger's music. It's just somebody, like, tear-assing around <laughs> on a whammy bar for no reason. I know, like, that's, that's going to be my alarm from now on is that, uh-huh. that theme. You're going to wake up and do the torture racker. I might. Torture rack pose. I might. Luger with his patented titty dance. (laughs) Look at that smug look while he does it, too. He's like, yeah, you know you want it. Pyro's a little late. There it is. You know, I mean, I know his gimmick's pretty basic. Guy who does a lot of steroids. But, I don't know. He sells it good. He's got the look. I mean, that's really what it amounts to is that Lex Luger has a lot of shortcomings, don't get me wrong. But for this era, the guy had a million-dollar look. That's why I mean, that is, I mean, the quintessential yeah, yeah. wrestler look for the mid-'90s. He's not, and I, I couldn't begin to tell you off the top of my head, he doesn't look like he's that naturally big of a guy, or at least like thick in the midsection. There's a lot of artificial muscle on that frame. Yeah. Randy Savage and his Technicolor dream coat. <laughs> you know, I I got to give it Look to at that. It's, this is the opening match. This is... I was about to say, this is a pretty Yeah, they said this match. is a double main event. This match and then uh, the main events being billed as Flair Double A. 
So a rematch with Fall Brawl? Rematch from Fall Brawl, so I'm looking forward to that. That has potential. No Hogan in the main event. you got to like that. Hogan's not even been live on a Nitro oh, since the don't, first or second Don't one, right? worry. Hogan will get his time. <laughs> He'll get his stuff in. Don't well, you worry. Back in these days, that was his contract. He only had to do like one or two Nitros a Right. Month. Yeah. He, had, he could have a pretty light schedule. He just records all his promos, and there you go. I And I know you guys have heard this story, but for, for anyone watching at home, late 90s, early 2000s, uh, my dad was an eBay fiend, so he always had an account. And this is long before Andy Savage had retired and passed. Um, and wrestling merchandise could still be had pretty affordably. Savage working the crowd is just, he's a freaking genius. I mean, he gets people into it. And and I attempted to uh, to buy a Randy Savage, I think it was a walkout hat, and uh, lost to the person that had won all of them for the past year on eBay, Madness Fan 08. <laughs> Crush yeah, you, ain't out, you ain't outbidding that guy. <laughs> I wonder if he's still on there. I probably he has, so. He has, a, he has a store on there now. He's selling all that stuff. He's selling all of it for triple. <laughs> yep. Uh, but no, I mean all this stuff you could you could buy. I mean I know uh, flares robes come up every once in a while. Um, all this merchandise Darius, just ends up there. Darius Rucker. Owns one of Ric Flair's robes. Um, it's the one that he had at Rumble '92 that is he it? walked out in. Uh, yeah, that's that's a good one to have. Darius Rucker is uh, not shy about saying he's the biggest Ric Flair fan because he's from uh, North Carolina. Yeah. So, so old hootie. That match started out with a infinite collar and elbow tie up and went all the way to the outside and cut to commercial with still in a collar and elbow tie up. Yeah. Riveting stuff. Mm-hmm. And they know how to use that talent. So we get another Halloween Havoc promo. Card subject to change. I love that. Well, considering Vader's in it, yeah. yeah. I think it is a little bit subject to change. But that was Fall Brawl. No, Vader. They just showed Vader. Oh, in the uh, promo? Yeah. October 29th, so coming up. I'm excited. Where are we at? On well, This is October, October 2nd, 2nd, so okay. 25 or so days away. 29 minus 2 is 27, right? Yeah. Sounds about right. Thanks for calling me out on that. It's cool. If I didn't, somebody would have. That would have been me. (laughs) There's only one other person here. I said, or so. (laughs) Does that work in Ms. Boris's math class? Luger reminding the crowd that he's strong. Yes. If you can't see. Oh, with a slap of his own. Yep. Savage is actually thinking about making this a shoot right now <laughs> because he slapped him. So, once again, to the outside for the second time in a two-minute wrestling match. Mm-hmm. When the tenth person in two weeks gets suplexed on the outside, the idea that it hurts a lot might be lost. So, wrestling move. Okay. okay. <laughs> looks like a double move. That was, Okay, how... In... Let's just suspend disbelief and say this is real. Right. Wouldn't have Luger just neckbreakered himself? He, he neckbreakered Savage, yes, but he, he also he doesn't allowed do it. Savage to That's do That's what move I mean. It was himself. a double move. They, he he doesn't do it quite as good as Rick Rude. <laughs> just not quite. I can't wait till that uh, guy that dresses up like Hulk Hogan shows up. 
Yeah. Oh, we'll have plenty (laughs) of that. Pretty impressive stuff there from Luger. I mean, the guy's... I'm sure he's strong as hell. I mean, he... We'll see later years. I mean, he gets he gets the giant up in the frickin' torture rack. I mean, yeah. that's... Wow. So remember, this is a retirement match. If Luger, Luger loses, he's out of the company. That's right. Come on, Savage. Oh, this is a fun little spot. Yeah, if I remember correctly, this goes on quite a goes on a little too long. Um, and that's actually something I was going to bring up at the beginning. Um, being in Denver, you know, I don't know that you necessarily want to book a bunch of long matches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never thought about that. Being in altitude, altitude, that could mess with the guys. We'll see at the end of this match. Luger is gassed out. Yeah, so no, it doesn't do doesn't look that. like Luger spends a lot of time on the on the track running laps. Well, they got that break there for the commercials, so that probably helped. I, I assume during that they were both just standing there looking at each other. Walking around the ring, not going yeah. to think about what they're going to do next. They're just completely out of character. They just talk, and then as soon as it goes <laughs> live, they, okay, go. Sit down in a chair and wait. Yeah. <clears throat> so, I already forget. The promo to set this up being a retirement matcher or loser leaves the company. Was that just kind of thrown out arbitrarily? Just like well, Luger's like, hey, you know what? If I lose, Luger, I'll leave. Luger, yeah, basically Luger said, if you beat me, I'll leave WCW. Luger's a really poor negotiator. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I'll just throw out things like, that Savage don't doesn't me have at all. to do anything if he loses, <laughs> right. but if I lose, I'll leave. That's not, yeah, that's not a very good bargain. Right. All right, I will be right back. You better be. Savage going up for, oh, not the double axe handle. <laughs> and to the outside, to the outside for the again. third time in a five-minute wrestling match. And there we go. Classic Savage, double axe handle to the outside. That event staff guy is going to stop no one yeah. if they decide to come over the guard. He's like, so Luger gets dropped across the guardway, guardrail, guardrail, which he be. which he sells by adjusting his trunks and his hair. <laughs> God, I hate that. Oh yeah, yeah. That that uh, event staff looked like the pimply faced teenager from The Simpsons. He looked like a Lex Luger that never worked out a day in his life. He had same, the same, same haircut. haircut. They don't. Nobody cares, Mongo. Doug Dillinger walking back and forth in the entrance ramp for some reason. What was his title? Like, what? What? Doug, like, really? Like, what did he do? Was he just backstage, like an like, agent? Like, legit. He was like, uh, yeah, like an agent. He was like a talent relations okay. guy. <clears throat> uh oh. Ref bump. Ref bump. People mark out for the ref bump. That was the biggest oh, reaction they got this entire that's, match. That's is, the biggest pop. is Randy Anderson getting ran over. So he's going up for the elbow drop. Spin them fingers. No. 
And he hits it. But wouldn't, it be, wouldn't it be great if he goes up and just does a moonsault? <laughs> but the ref's down. You literally just knocked him over. You know he's down. Yep. He's out. People are pissed. And here comes the Giant for like the, it's the big show. Pretty much every week since the second week, the Giant's been coming out and interfering in matches. Everyone. They'll probably drag this out for another 27 days. So Savage eats a choke slam and the Giant skedaddles out of there. The ref conveniently shakes it off. Just in case you forgot, Mongo has to remind everybody that he was on the 85 Bears. Uh, of course. So is he going to try to get him in the torture rack from the floor? <laughs> if this is what he is not be succeeding. A pretty, a pretty good. Uh... There he got him up. He he muscled him up. Oh, he about he about, uh, he about dropped him. There's two. So there's three. He just lost. Luger's gassed. Look at. I mean, he's yeah, he's gassed done. out. Yeah. And I don't know how much of that is him selling, and how much of it is yeah. him being being blowed up. Right. Yeah, they're probably gassed big time for real. So Lex Luger stays in the company. I really Imagine didn't know that. how that was going to go, considering he was wrestling in like 2001. <laughs> hey, didn't he hey, hey, there we go. Didn't he feud with like Chuck Palumbo? Yeah, so like something towards like, the end. They're like battling to see who like had the best body or something, something like that. Yeah, I vote Palumbo. <laughs> Chuck Palumbo is really a guy that. He could have been so much bigger than he was. Yeah, a lot of talent. Hacksaw. Hacksaw versus Big Bubba Rogers tonight on Saturday night. That guy's going into the Hall of Fame. Yep, Ray Trailer going into the Hall of Fame. Oh, did you hear that? I think Jacqueline or something? Is Jackie that, Moore? or Is yeah. that Jacqueline? Yeah. The black... She going in? Yeah, I think It was so. like Harlem Heat's manager right, and yeah. feuded with Sable and all yeah, that. Yeah, I think she's going in too. Hmm. You have to get you some more pie or something? No, I've got my uh, special guest co-commentator oh. here. I just heard, like, a grunt. Do you have a small child? I do have a small child. He's uh, watching a little Nitro. Where's, where, wait, where's he been up until now? <laughs> I don't know. He just comes and goes as he pleases. <laughs> yeah, wait a second. He uh, I, He likes Mongo, I think. I don't know. Well, your infant son's an idiot. <laughs> well, you know, Mongo does appeal to small children. That might be the market they were trying to corner. Yeah. So here we got Disco Inferno. I don't think he's scheduled for a match. He's just out here he's dancing. Just dancing. Yeah, I think he's just dancing. <laughs> oh, man. He really, really gets into his gimmick. He lives his gimmick. Yeah. They told him, sell it and we'll give you money, so... You just see his face to like, I'm an idiot, I'm an idiot, I'm an idiot, but I'm making a lot of money. They're, they're paying a lot, a lot of money. 
Okay, so whose music is this? Who do we got next on the card here? Oh, looky there. Oh! So we have a debuting Eddie Guerrero coming out and thankfully runs off disco. <laughs> you know, it's a bit of a shame that at this point Goldberg didn't exist because a spear just right spear there in a jackhammer. Just, just spear him in the back. <laughs> it's just in the spine. No, that would have been good. A lot of the smart fans are like, hell yeah, there's Eddie Guerrero yep. from ECW. He was just on ECW like a week before this, wasn't he? Facing Malenko. So this same I think match. They're, yeah, this is this, Eddie Guerrero, Dean Malenko. I think this is the reason that uh, Bischoff decided to sign these guys after their match in ECW. He, uh, he traded a box of jelly donuts for both of them. Paul Heyman took it. Oh, yeah. Of uh, I mean, Paul E., the guy, the guy does a lot of things well but he's also alienated a ton of people. Mm -hmm. I also like Malenko's music. Mm -hmm. It fits It fits his character, yeah, that like sort of Iceman sort of, you know. Yep. And, every, and everybody knows the ice is pink, so. Of course. Yeah. The trunks. So this has potential. I, I kind of marked out when I saw this on the card. Yeah, so did I. This... And we'll see. It doesn't quite. It obviously isn't going to get the amount of time it deserves. But so Guerrero was on main event. They, well, yeah, he he had done a uh, a couple shows with the company before this. This is his Nitro debut. Yes, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot that was his finisher. Yep, the old frog, frog splash. splash. Oh, that's awesome. I remember his. Uh, on WCW Nitro, the video game, if you hovered over his picture, it'd be like, hey, man, if you're feeling froggy. Yeah. And then he goes into some, I, I remember, some Spanish uh, rant. Some, some kind of Spanish. <laughs> I remember Clay at one point, Frogstar splashing me while I was asleep in my parents' house in the basement. Yeah, oh. there was a lot of... And, and kids, don't do this crap at home, but seriously, it's fun as hell. You should do yeah. it. <laughs> like, just stack a couple mattresses together and just... Try to fisherman suplex your buddies. <laughs> there was there was several Saturday mornings when me and Grant would jump off of that shed onto some sort of a table, <laughs> usually lit on fire. Oh my god! Fire makes everything better. Fire and bacon. So we're gonna see a lot of good technical um, mat-based wrestling, as well as a lot of of more of a lucha libre style here between these two. This is this is gonna be pretty awesome. <laughs> Uh, so so who, so who's the kid like Eddie or Dean? Uh, you know I think he's rooting for Eddie. He likes the mustache. <laughs> these two guys can just go four days. I mean these guys could wrestle each other every night for the next year and not do the same thing twice. Yeah, you know, it is kind of disappointing. You see WCW giving these guys, uh, you know, time early on. And, you know, you would expect that after a few years that, you know, they'd start to move up on the card. And it just, it never happened. Right. Yeah. I mean, both these guys are just... The fans, well, are, the fans really don't know even what to think about this. I mean, they know it's impressive, but this isn't something that they've seen like, a whole lot. Right. The fans, like especially Southern fans, are just used to the big guy, wrestling. you know, just wrestling. Yeah, exactly. more of a, wrestling. Yeah. Slower paced, anyway. 
one thing I was thinking about the other day. AJ Styles is the same age now that Eddie was when he passed away. Oh, really? He's 38 years old. Hmm. And that just blows my mind to think about that. It's crazy. Yeah, for sure. Oh, Christ. Um, we okay. cut away from that to go to this. Here's here's one. And I mean, I'm sure I'm not the only one that this pisses off. We just cut away from a potentially pretty awesome match so that Hogan can get out of his limo and, you know, cut a promo on Jimmy Hart so we cut away from the match in the ring. Is he at the arcade? Is that what the thing says on the wall? Yeah. Yeah, he is. You gotta go play some Rad Racer. Heck yeah. Some WrestleFest 91. As I'm screaming at you to calm down and cutting a pro wrestling promo. Calm down while I go crazy. (laughs) He always says the big, stinky, nasty giant. Mm -hmm. No matter if he's talking about Andre or... or Everyone knows giants are stinky and nasty. Alright, so back to the action in the ring, thank God. Pace is slowed a little bit. Yeah, they had a little miscommunication there, but they saved it well enough. Bischoff's on record saying that the only reason he started hiring these guys was to be mid-carters, mid-carters to stop people from from switching the channel. Switching to Raw? Right. Really? He would always yeah, like time sense. it to be like on during commercials for Raw and stuff. Makes sense. So we're on the outside again. These guys actually stayed in the ring the longest out of anybody so far. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, I wish we would have been uh, recording how long it took for, for matches to go out of the ring. We need to stopwatch yep. that next we week. Need to, yeah. We need to stopwatch. That's a good idea. Look at the scar on the back of Malenko's neck. Looks like he's had some pretty nasty like neck oh, surgery yeah. or something. Huh. Eddie going up top. He's going to soar. Look at this. Wow. Nice. And lands right on his knee. <laughs> yeah, he he oh. Yeah. That he, was a good camera angle, though. Good work by the he, camera guy. Yeah, that was good. He just smoked his knee on the floor of that. And that's how you get a painkiller addiction. Exactly. Yeah, God, I mean, it's really a shame. I mean, just one of the absolute best. Hey, at least he didn't kill his family. <sighs> I still think that's a conspiracy. That's for another time. <laughs> Nice Ooh, brain buster nice. suplex from Eddie. Snap that looked it. nice. So he's going up for the... At this time, the brain buster was his setup to the frog splash. I, I always liked that when guys had a setup move yeah. to their finisher. Mm-hmm. You know, Goldberg had the spear to the jackhammer. Uh, Roberts, Jake Roberts had the short arm, D, uh, short arm clothesline for the DDT. Sting had the stinger splash. A couple stinger splashes. Of course, the big boot... Into the atomic leg drop. Well, you know, not only does it give you a good build-up if you're going to win the match, you know, it really gets everyone into it. They know the finish is coming, but if you want to have the guy lose, you know, you build it up, there's the build-up, and then he tries to hit his finisher, and, and it doesn't work. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's just a lot so, more uh, climactic. Eddie Guerrero defeats uh, D. Malenko with a quick pin roll-up. 
And it looks like Dean wants a rematch. I bet you they shake hands. If you don't shave that mustache. <laughs> Dean says he got lucky, and Eddie says he'll take him on anytime, anyplace. They shake hands. Good good double babyface match. I, I like that occasionally, where you don't always have to have, you know, right. heel versus babyface. Yeah. What I would, I wish they'd do more heel versus heel matches. Yeah. Right, yeah. Just, I mean, it, it especially works if you do want to turn another one of the one guy or the other babyface. Just you know, put two two jerks in there against each other and see what happens. Gene Mean. <laughs> welcome to America. Welcome to America, because you're just off the boat in Denver, Colorado. <laughs> Everyone knows that's where the boat lands whenever they come from England. And if somehow ended up at this taping as part of your exactly. citizenship. Ted Turner arranged with immigration that you have to come to Nitro. So here comes the Hulkster, still in his neck brace. Nobody knows wearing why. Two, wearing two cross necklaces. Did he just get, like, chokeslammed by the giant of Fall Brawl? That's why he's wearing the brace. No, he got he got uh, the neck twist. Oh, the neck twist. That happened, I remember now. Yeah. It happened at Fall Brawl, right. Wow. Look at all the... Somebody shut hands. that kid up. <laughs> <laughs> no, who brought the baby, right? Minor upstairs crying right now, so it's a good thing. You could probably pick it up on the mic. Didn't you say you heard some babies whenever you... There was put... some squalling yeah. last week. Mine's actually watching the show. That's good. Mine don't pay attention to anything yet, much he's... more than five or ten minutes at a time. He's, uh, he's eating some cinnamon Cheerios. Didn't you say you had him watching Commando the other yeah, day? Yeah, we, we watched uh, we watched Commando. We watched There's a lot of like Turtles. Nothing like the Commando Death Wish double feature. That's right. I, you know he's not interested in Hogan. That's, that's good. It's good, yeah. Raising him right. Jimmy Harden so uses him. What are they talking about here? Well... Hogan's talking about some kid he visited in the hospital who had a lung transplant. Say your prayers, eat your vitamins, the usual the usual stuff. Um, he basically just Can't cuts a slurs. he just cuts a shouty promo on the giant. He's gonna you know take him out, big stinky nasty giant. <laughs> yada that, yada yada. That was the one where Hogan then pointed into left field and hit the home run, right? Right. Yes. I yeah. think I think that's how he tells it. So coming up here is going to be a pretty famous spot in uh, that's usually on sort of, you know, when people reference how dumb WCW was at this time, they usually see this coming up. So just wait for it. <laughs> oh, there it is. Uh, so <laughs> we have Kevin Sullivan dressed up as Mother Goose. In a blouse and a scarf. Oh my god. And beats the hell out of Hogan with a cane. <laughs> I do like salt in the eyes. That's something you don't see anymore. Wow, we haven't seen this before. Yep. Second time in about 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> well, we gotta get Ed Leslie out there again if it's a Hogan segment. They, uh, they're paying him a lot of money. They better use him. 
Yep, yeah, yeah, that's true. That's I'm a good sure. point. He's probably Mine. the second highest paid guy in the send, business right now. Send his ass out there. So he rips his neck brace off, and here we go. He's gonna twist his head off. I hope he doesn't. I kill him. I will say this. No, it'd be funny if they used a propped head. It <laughs> <laughs> actually did rip his head off of the fans and his scope. Oh man. So. Oh, right. This is where they shave oh, his mustache. Yeah. They give him a Hitler stash. <laughs> <laughs> how how do you not crack up when this is... I mean, granted, you're a professional, you're a performer, they're paying you a lot of money, but how do you not just, like, start, start smirking? Uh, a grown man is giving you a Hitler stash on live television. Uh, I think he should have stuck with it. So yeah. here the, here comes uh, oh, the American, American males. males. Here's uh, Scotty Riggs and Buff Bagwell. So Riggs eats a choke slam immediately, and here comes Bagwell because these guys were supposed to face uh, the Nasty Boys for the tag belts. Huh. But like so many times before, Hogan had to get his time in, and they decided not to do the match. So here comes the Nasty uh-huh. Boys. Brian Knobs, another Hogan buddy. He's gotta he's gotta come out here and yeah. get his payday. So Knobs eats a choke slam. And and, and Zach, you're famous for uh, not being able to remember this once. What's the other nasty boy? Uh, Sags. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. Jerry Sags. Notice how Sags sandbags the hell out of his choke slam. Were we like on our way to like Six Flags or a ball game or something? I think we were on our way to Slamboree. Or yeah, Slamboree, and we had talked about it like right as we left. Right. And then like an hour later, I just scream his name because I remembered it. Just screaming Jerry Sags <laughs> of all people. Yep. Oh, crap. So once again, the giant just cleans house, choke slams everybody in sight, breaks Hogan's neck. Hogan is actually dead. <laughs> That's right. Every Hogan you see after this is just imposter Hogan. It's a clone. It's bizarro Hogan. Well, he does turn heel pretty soon after this. So. That's right. Notice how Brian Nobbs has give to it give away. Nobbs has to give more cam get more camera time. <laughs> he's got to make sure he's in there. And this again. Uh, Halloween Havoc 95. It's widely considered one of the worst pay-per-views in history. I mean, it's pretty bad. It it is. It lives up to that. It's not good. Yep. Yep. Look at that crowd. Oh, yeah. 9,000 of them. That's a lot of damn people. Well, they're mostly prison inmates. <laughs> I, I'm a little upset they didn't show Double A's entrance, because if he was using his horseman theme, that's probably my favorite entrance music of all time. That is a good theme. I don't think you get a lot of flash with Arn walking out, though. Yeah, but I, that's, I'm, that's probably why I like it so much. I don't, I don't disagree. Know? So, main event time, Double A Arn Anderson versus Nature Boy Ric Flair. She looks fun. 
Flair will be. <laughs> That's sad. actually Flair's uh, first attendee of Space Mountain that night. One of many, I'm sure. Good for him. So Flair is 46 or 47 at this time. Is he? Which is a year older than Triple H is now. Oh. So just a little frame of reference. I think Triple H is 44 or 45. Okay. So. And Flair is still. I think. Not Flair's I, wrestling every night. I think. I mean, uh, this time. This time, I, yeah. I think Triple H's vitamins make him look better at the time of this uh, of this taping than when Flair was the same yeah. age. You know, I I've thought about that. I think it's just because we're older. We don't look as at people in their forties as like really that old anymore. Right. <laughs> so these are just two master craftsmen in the ring. I mean, they work really well together. They've worked together a lot of times. A lot of times they're tag partners, but they still, uh, they got a lot of great chemistry. What are you looking at, Grant? I had to wrangle a baby. He took off with a, I kid you not, a pipe wrench running (laughs) the other direction. Uh, I think he was after the cat. He's got to, he's got to hit the cat with an illegal foreign object. It's an international object. So he's, he's walking then. Apparently. Yeah, he walks. <laughs> can he hear? Can he hear us? Sounds like, he sounds like Peter Griffin. Yeah, no, he's got uh, he's got a earphone in. Oh. <laughs> oh boy. So, he's in. So uh, we got we got Flair here. I mean. Like I was saying before, Flair Flair's forty six or seven at the time, and his work schedule. I mean, he's wrestled on, I think, three out of the five nitros so far. So he's he's still working quite a bit. Where like you think of Triple H, Triple H is only wrestling a match once every month or two. Right. So Flair low bridges arm to the outside. If you want to listen to the comment, the uh, the commentators, Heenan is just all over Hulk Hogan, just saying he. Good thing they shaved off that dirty looking mustache. <laughs> He's just all over him. It's great. Look at that guy, just drunker than hell. <laughs> the event, the event staff <laughs> told him to sit down. You ever notice that huge like dimple? in his right uh, shoulder blade Ooh, right there. No, I never noticed that yeah, before. Yeah. There's a story behind that. And there's also a huge bump in his back too. Yeah, right that's from it. a plane crash. Right. But that dimple, he said what that is, and I just can't remember. Is that when he got stabbed in Puerto Rico or Who something? Knows? It might be something like I, that. Fun fact, I have enforcer em- embroidered into all of my underpants right that's across actually, the ass. That's actually a phenomenal idea. <laughs> I may do that. Just get black brief underwear and embroider enforcer on the ass. Double A is from Rome, Georgia. It's 400 people. Can't wait till we do the episode with the uh, pirated feed. Yeah. That's going to have potential. 
Well, if we're doing one episode a week, and that would be four years from now, <laughs> we'll, get, we'll get there. Don't worry. We'll be that's in our mid-30s. Only, that's the only reason that we're doing this podcast, is to get to that episode. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that could be the end of Nitro, for all I'm concerned. I mean... No, we got to go clear to the end. Spine buster from Double A. Nobody does a better spine buster than Arn Anderson. Mm-hmm. I mean, both these guys are selling their asses off for each other. For some reason, Bischoff was giving baseball updates in the middle of this match. Was it Atlanta Braves baseball? Yeah. That would have been and, on TBS at this time, probably. Yeah, so. probably. But, I mean, it was right around playoff time, so he was giving a baseball update. Yeah, so they wouldn't switch over to the game instead of watching this. I guess. Well, I've got to think, though. TBS is the Atlanta station, just like any of our right. local stations. Right. So, you know, if you're an old-time baseball fan, it hasn't always been a national network. And now your baseball that you've been watching the same time on the same channel since, you know, black and white TV, it's it's being preempted by Nitro. Mm-hmm. Well, TBS, yeah, it was like it was Atlanta's station crowd, before cable TV existed. Crowd really gets marking out for that sleeper hold for some reason. Crowds they love sleepers. They always love sleepers. You get a back suplex or an atomic drop. Back suplex from Flair. We also get a uh, O.J. Simpson update. This was the day that the verdict oh, really? of not guilty Ooh, came out in the O.J. Simpson trial. Bischoff actually talks about it. Kind of inside stuff here, but I remember being in Mr. Dieter's classroom. Mr. Pullen ran in and like, said, you're not guilty. It. <laughs> and yeah. we all had no idea what he was talking about. I did, because I'd watched the trial I mean, all summer vacation. That's what I did. No, I'm saying, like... I knew about the O.J. Simpson thing, but he just ran in and said, not guilty. <laughs> and that's it. And walked away. Were, you, were either of you in the classroom? I don't that? remember. I think I was. I, we all assumed he had just lost his mind. Oh, well, yeah. So, <laughs> Mr. You know, Mr. Poland is, you know, either so way. Flair, Flair slaps on the figure four, but double A too close to the ropes. Someone's marking out for the figure four over here. Yeah. Atlas has not yet learned to have a bigger Flair's going to match. And, of course, he doesn't hit that move from the, to the outside. So every match tonight has ended up outside the ring. Yeah. And I think last week, too. It was, it was maybe, if not all of them, close to all of them last week. Yeah, I think it was every single one. I'm like... He's choking on an ink pen. He's fine. <laughs> In my opinion, this is the best match from an entering standpoint of Nitro so far. Yeah, this is a great. Match. I mean, you just got two great workers. Oh, I like really that. Really nice, spot. really I nice like spot that. there. Yeah, Double A goes for the DDT, but Flair hooks the rope and keeps from going down. I yeah, mean, he made that look good. Yeah, but Arn bumped his ass off for yeah. that to make it look real nice. You know some of those are connecting. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's hard not to potato a guy at least some when you're trying mm-hmm. to make it look good. Because if you don't, your punches look crappy. Yeah. And if you overdo it, you 
freaking the other guy beats the hell out of you. Especially if his name's Arn Anderson. Yeah, these guys, they, they understand that, you know, you're going to eat one occasionally. The large There's man in the background. Yeah. yeah. He actually set up. He hasn't been uh, standing yeah. up much since the beginning. So we get another figure four from Flair, but and arms in the middle of the ring this time. Oh, oh, here we go. And a run in. Cool. Now, Nick. No, nothing happened. Why are you well, ringing the bell? No, I actually think Arn submitted. Oh, he did? Yeah. Because. Nick Patrick was pointing at Arn Anderson, nodding his head. I think Arn submitted, but he held on long enough so that Pillman could hit his splash and rough up Flair. This is what this is what a real fight looks like. By the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. It's just a scrum. <laughs> it's just a pile. So or, uh, Pillman and Double A are roughing up Nate here. They're, he's. <laughs> what exactly are they trying to accomplish? He's like trying to make it up as he goes. Actually, he's like, what do I do? Let me see if I put my foot. Okay, this is a move, right? <laughs> so Flair gets worked over by Double A and Brian Pillman. So this is setting up a match for Halloween Havoc in which Flair is trying to find a tag partner to go against these two guys. Now, when the Giants out chokeslamming people, everyone clears out from the back to stop him. But Flair's getting beat up, and where is everybody? Well, here's what I will say, and here's my argument to that. Because, for well, Pillman can't woo, first of all. <laughs> Remember last week when Double A cut his promo saying how Flair pissed everybody off and alienated him? It's true. We'll go with that, because nobody likes him backstage, and so to hell with him. We'll let him get his ass beat. Are they considering themselves a horseman still without Flair? I think the horsemen are kind of fractured at this time. Okay, yeah, I mean, they're still the... doing that, but it's you know it's not really a, uh, a stable, per se, at this point. The dog again. Gone. So next week, Bischoff is telling us that it's going to be a rematch, Flair versus Arn Anderson again, but this time we're going to be in a steel cage to keep out Brian Pillman, which is really what, a cage, work. That's right. what a cage match is for, really. In old territory days, when you'd have interference, the next time you'd wrestle in a steel cage to keep out anybody that would interfere, which makes sense. You don't just have a cage match to have a cage match. Unless you're Vince McMahon. Or Eric Bischoff later. Yeah. <laughs> or, well, everyone else. But So next week we're going to be at the Rosemont Horizon in Chicago, Illinois, or Rosemont, Illinois more specifically, and we're going to see, uh, looks like Sting versus Shark, Sabu versus, who the hell is that? Is that um, Mr. J.L.? Or that's Jerry Lynn, yeah. yeah that, I think that's who that was. And Road Warrior Hawk against Big Bubba Rogers, so... That's going to be this episode. So what do we think? I, I really think this is the best one. I was so going to say the same thing. They're I mean, getting, start getting better. Sabbath match. You end with a flare match. It, it's probably um, you have Lincoln Guerrero in the middle. Right. Very very good. I mean, Hogan gets beat up. That's always fun. That was yeah. 
episode five best yet. Yeah, I'm, I don't know. I'm a big Arn Anderson mark, so anytime, and this is this is the last couple years of Arn's in ring career. I mean, it's Wasn't winding it, down it's here. It's Fall Brawl '97, I think, is where he's he he uh, cage match between the NWO and the Horsemen. That they um, they recruit uh, Kurt Hennig yeah, to join Hennig, the Horsemen. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, so this is, I mean, this is one of one of the great careers in in wrestling history is winding winding down here from an in-ring standpoint. So you got to take double A when you can get him because he ain't going to be around very much longer. Um, yeah, the, the Guerrero-Malenko match was great. Um, very just a different style than we've been used to seeing. And unfortunately, you have Hogan interjecting himself with a promo. But all in all, th- this is the best show so far, in my opinion. Yep. Yeah, no, they're they're definitely uh, starting to find their footing. Um, it really, you know, uh, you can almost start making the argument for needing to go to two hours now as far as a show standpoint. It's just a ton of talent that you don't get to put on TV. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, you still got Sting's main eventing every WCW Saturday night at this point, but you got guys like that who aren't on Nitro every night. Right. Um, you know, we'll, we'll get we'll get Sting next week, but yeah, yeah, it's been a couple weeks since we've seen Sting. Where are we at next week? Do you know? Um, Rosemont Horizon. Oh, you said that. Yeah. Right. Um, do we know is WCW Saturday Night the two hour show still at this time? I think it is. I think it's two hours, and Nitro's still only an hour because I mean, Saturday Night was their main show. That was the mothership. You yeah, know, that's, that's that was uh, the uh, Mid Atlantic. And Georgia Championship Wrestling. It was G- GCW's time slot ever since the late 70s. Really? Was Saturday night, and that turned into the. TBS at 6 p.m. on Saturday. Right. That was ever since the late 70s, actually early 70s. Wow. And then when they were brought by Crockett, it became the Mid Atlantic, you know, the their time slot. So. Everything okay over there? Yeah, we're good. Your son's still alive? I don't know what he's trying to eat now, but. <laughs> Okay. All right. So everybody, thanks for joining us. Um, tune in next week when we'll uh, we'll be here for another episode. So um, let us know what you think. Um, we're gonna try if we get this far. We're gonna try to do an occasional special edition, and it'll probably be a pay per view of some kind. We're not gonna do these very often because of time constraints. Um, we probably aren't gonna do Halloween Havoc. That would we we just don't have enough time to prepare for it because it's coming up pretty soon in the storyline. Check out uh, Old School Wrestling Reviews. If, if uh, down in the comments you want to let us know any shows you'd like to see us do, maybe we'll keep those in mind. Also, if you do want to see a good review of Halloween Havoc, check out uh, OSWReview.com. They, uh, yeah. It's three, three or four guys from Ireland that, that really do a hell of a job. So um, we're going we're gonna to let uh, Grant's baby go to sleep because he's sounding cranky. <laughs> Over there. If you guys have any uh, comments or anything, yeah, tell us how to stuck less. Feel feel free to do it on YouTube or uh, iTunes. However, you're getting us. That'll let us know that someone's out there listening. So, uh, so that we can have some motivation to keep doing this. So that's it, and uh, we'll see you next time on Late to the Nitro Party. See you guys later.